Every once in a while, God flexes his muscles <laughs> to remind us of his strength. By the power of Jesus' name, strongholds break, strongholds break. He's our fortress and our strength. God, we will trust in you. Aaron Schust is a well-known Christian musician. He's also a husband and dad. And one of the ways he has seen God flex his muscles is through his youngest son's life. Aaron is our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland, my co-host, Phil Fleischman, enjoying a week of vacation. A little later on this episode of GPS, by the way, you're going to hear a reminder from Billy Graham about another way that God shows us his strength. God allows all things to happen for our good. Nothing ever happens except by the permissive will of God. If you want to find out more about God and beginning a relationship with him through his son, Jesus Christ, we have a website for you. Mark this down. It's findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. GPS. God. People. Stories. One by one, these high school kids, a couple years older than me, were giving their testimony using the word backsliding, which I was unfamiliar with, but they described how they just made mistake after mistake after mistake, and I was getting petrified, thinking, this is what's next for me. It was a Sunday night in Pittsburgh, PA, and Aaron Schust was about 12 or 13 at the time. He was running the soundboard at his little church. And up in that sound booth, I prayed, God, keep me from that. Let me follow hard after you. Keep me close to you. The Schust family was very active in that little church. That family is comprised of Aaron, his younger brother, and their parents. My mom was uh, the musician in the family who got me into music, and she taught herself piano when she was a kid. So she was in charge of like the choirs and, and choosing the songs for Sunday morning, which you know back in the day was just you know pick three hymns and, and a song for the choir. And so she would lead the choir, and she was passionate about it. She was always very... Uh, passionate about teaching music, which is probably where that passion trickled down to me. So the, the passions of music and the church, um, I kind of, I mean, look at what I, look at what I do all these years later, you know, it's, it's making music for the church. Aaron went on to get a degree in music education at a Christian college in Georgia. And this is where the story of how Aaron met his wife begins. And it's a little on the confusing side. It's important to note, for starters, that Aaron's wife is six years younger than him. I was good friends with her older sister. So um, her family, every once in a while, would drive up from Florida to North Georgia to visit the oldest sister in college. But when I'm 20 years old, my now wife was 13 and 14. So I really don't recall meeting her. I remember the idea that I think yeah, there's a little sister involved. A few years went by and Aaron's friend Kristen invited him to her wedding. He said yes and drove down to the family home in Florida. I'm knocking on the front door of the house, and right before she opened the door, the thought crossed my mind, I wonder if Kristen's little sister ever grew up. I, I, don't, I don't even know her name, but I mean, she was this little kid's sister. I think she was kind of cute for a, being a little kid. But And then she opened the door, and she was 18, and I'm like, hey, the, the Joey Tribbiani, how you doing? The moment happened, and we, we hit it off with, I mean, she was dating another guy, and, uh, and there was a big age gap, so there was, like, there was no pressure. Yeah. Because it just seemed so off limits. We yeah. just had a great time, and chemistry was there, and we just kept in touch. Um, and within months, we were dating. Within a year, I had her parents' permission to marry her, and uh, it happened fast. And we've been married coming up on 17 years now. And in that time, Kristen's little sister, Sarah, along with Aaron Schuster, her husband, have had three children, Daniel, Nikki, and Michael. 
Daniel's the oldest. He's 10, and he was born a little bit early, so his lungs weren't fully developed, but he is completely healthy today. Nikki is the middle son. He's eight and had more serious health issues for about the first 18 months of his life. He rejected all foods and water for eight days straight and got diagnosed with a disease called eosinophilic esophagitis. It's EE for short these days. Uh, and so he, he spent a lot, this is 2010, and I was on the road on a very extensive tour when this was happening. Touring is part of the way Aaron provided for his family. So he and Sarah made the decision that he would stay on the road while Sarah stayed by Nikki 24-7. They had friends, family, and church leaders praying for their young son. And then this happened. They ran tests again, and the numbers of his bad cells that were off the charts historically um, disappeared completely. Disip- and there's and there's no there's no cure to this disease, and so there's nothing that they even considered giving him that might work. To t- nothing they could even blame. Well, we gave we gave him this, and now it went away. So this must work. The doctor came in, looked at her clipboard, and said, "Your son no longer has this disease. You can go home." Miraculous. That's how Aaron describes it. About two years later or so, Aaron and Sarah learned they were pregnant once more with a third child. But it wasn't until little Michael Aaron was born that his parents discovered he had Down syndrome and major heart problems, as well as the fact he was completely deaf. We actually took him to a Chris Tomlin concert and sat in the front with the big, huge, I mean, it was loud. And he slept through the whole thing because he was deaf. Just completely deaf. I mean, we had with clinical proof, yeah, multiple yeah, tests, yeah. flatlined, left ear, right ear, both both deaf. Just as they turned to God in prayer when Nikki was so critically sick, Aaron and Sarah did the same for Michael. Sarah took him to a prayer conference in New York City. And um, the next morning at the hotel, she said that she called his name, and for the first time in his almost two years of, of life, he turned his head whenever she called his name. And she was like, that's never happened before. Uh, And the next day, Sunday, they were home. I was holding him at church on Sunday morning. uh, And after worship, um, he he was babbling, like singing, like like maybe he's mimicking the sounds that he heard. And he had a test scheduled anyway on Monday morning. And the test came back full range of perfect hearing in both ears. And we have the peaks and valleys to prove it. So just another miracle, just another, I, I often describe it as every once in a while God flexes his muscles to remind us his, of his strength. And he, and he doesn't always answer every prayer, which is a mystery to me. It really, it honestly is, especially as I read the, the New Testament. You know, are you willing? If, am I willing? Of course I'm willing. Be, you know, be healed, Jesus would say. Um, but sometimes he chooses not to heal. And I choose to believe it's because he has a, a better story in mind. Uh, where he will receive his glory um, through through an ailment, yeah, maybe, yeah. or through through healing later. Yeah. And I just choose to trust. While little Michael's hearing has been restored, he still has a lot of physical struggles. Besides the Down syndrome, he is very tiny for his age. He's been diagnosed with epilepsy, and recently he lost all his hair. So there's a lot of things stacked against him, yeah. but he's um, he's a joy, and he yeah. Yeah. he greets me, and he's he, he's considered nonverbal. They said he would never talk, and he would never walk. I just posted a picture of him on my Instagram a couple of days ago of him walking back and forth on a stage, acting like he's preaching a sermon. <laughs> so he does both. He does both well. Aaron Schust has learned how important it is to remember the biblical promise that God is good all the time, no matter what situation you're facing. When the world around you starts to shake. 
um, you know, this is like a, a physical analogy here. Imagine you're on a subway. Uh, and when, and when, it, when, you, when you hit that bend at 60 miles an hour, you're, gonna reach, you're naturally going to reach out to a pole. You're, gonna, you're not going to reach out to the kid standing next to you, unless it's your kid. You're trying to secure him as well. You're going to reach out to a pole or one of those nasty handles that hang from the ceiling. You're going to grab onto something secure. Um, and when the world around you starts to shake, you're naturally going to reach out to something that you believe is secure. And I believe in the promises of God. We stand on the promises of God. So when the world around us starts to shake, we reach out and we hold on to his, his promises. Um, the fact that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever is good news because of his character. Because we believe that he is good. Deliver me Even when I am afraid When the world around me shakes I know you will never change Deliver me As Aaron said, and as the Bible teaches, God is good. He is so good that he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die and pay the penalty for our sins. He's good and loves you more than you could imagine. If you don't have a relationship with this good and loving God and would like to begin one, or if you would like to deepen your relationship with God, we have a website for you. It is findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. In just a minute, Aaron Schust will be back talking about vertical versus horizontal music. We'll learn what he means. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. God allows all things to happen for our good. Billy Graham, 1965. Do you mean that God is in everything that comes to me? Yes. Nothing ever happens except by the permissive will of God. He has planned that we have trials, problems, disappointments, and difficulties. These are to drive us to Him. This means that the Christian must walk by faith every moment. If we look at life from the human point of view, it will seem a great mystery to us. But the true Christian is to look not at the things that are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Trust and believe that that which has happened is for your own good. Bend to the will of God. Repent of your sins. Right now you can do it and receive Christ into your heart. And all things can work for you to good if you are God's child and you can become God's child at this moment. Now back to Jim Kirkland. The wraps have been taken off the brand new Billy Graham TV special. It's called The Burning Search, and it explores how God uses Franklin Graham festivals, outreaches on the internet and social media, and the Billy Graham Library to draw people into a relationship with Jesus Christ. You can watch The Burning Search online at billygrahamradio.org. Just look at the top when you get there and click on TV and radio. Aaron Schust is a singer of praise music. And oftentimes, praise music is broken down into two subcategories, vertical or horizontal. Aaron prefers singing vertical-style praise songs. Those are songs that are speaking upward toward God. Psalm 45.1 says, David says, I address my verses to the king. 
It's one of my favorite verses. Yeah. Uh, I just I, I think it starts by saying, "My my heart will sing a lofty tune." I address my verses to the King. Yeah. I'm like, that's got to be one of my creeds. I, I address my verses to the King. Aaron Schust, y'all. We sure do appreciate him visiting with us and allowing us to use some of his music on this episode of GPS. And we appreciate you being there to listen. A reminder that if anything you heard in this episode made you want to know more about Jesus Christ, we can help you find the answer. Just go to findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. I'm Jim Kirkland, and this has been GPS God People Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news.